listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 339 for June 10th, 2021. This week, we talk about Balenciaga Crocs, lying new shoes, quitting jobs, regional accents, and wearing shoes inside the house. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Joe, I got my got my knees knees weak arms arms Sam, sweaty Sam can I ask you a question uh, Joe asked you a question why am I so underappreciated in my own time what do you mean your own what I think honey I think your time was like 1776 <laughs> you think I'm in the wrong time period I think I would have been murdered in 1776 girl you think I mean a skinny little twink like you people would think that you're malnourished in 1776 let's be honest well, they would have killed me for being gay. I mean, I feel like also that, but I feel like you would have died of dysentery or something way before someone figured that out. Yeah. Do you think you would have know. died during it doesn't childbirth? Seem like the food options don't seem like they were great back then. That's very true. But when you, I mean, I don't think you would have survived giving birth to Piggy back then. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> Can you imagine someone from 1776 watching you give birth to a little rat dog what's it like to know that you don't have to be appreciated that you never will be appreciated (laughs) though you know like i feel like my content's gonna age and people are gonna be like oh yeah this is helpful but like what's it like you know to have no impact you really think people are gonna are gonna look back (laughs) at your content in the future and even think about anything Girl, I think my psyche is like kind of cracking. It Justin went nice. back to the office today, and I'm, I am, okay. I'm alone for 12 hours, and I don't know what to do. Oh, so that's why you're dragging me more than usual. Well, I'm bored too. Yeah, <laughs> Joe yes. threatened before the podcast that he was going to talk about Katy Perry the entire time. So I'm here to help. Fully, no, I threatened I not talk about her. That I was bored, and I was going to try to start a Twitter fight with her. It's not going to happen. I'm not that person anymore. I've grown a lot since last week, and I'm the new me. I haven't heard you lie that hard in a long time. (laughs) I really don't know what to do. There's some building drama going on. Like someone died in the building, and then their thing's getting renovated, and then someone was complaining about the renovation noise. And that's all I really, I was just going through their their forum, you know, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I try, I was playing Stardew Valley on the iPad. I hurt my neck. Wow, your life is so sad. I hurt my neck having to look down. Well, I mean, there's a couple things you could do. You could um, learn to longboard. You could um, learn to it's play. It's too hot. You could learn to play your accordion. It's you could, too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot to play this accordion. <laughs> yes, an accordion. You're moving your arms. You're creating heat. You're right, converting too much energy friction. into heat. Right. It just, it it's doesn't science. work out. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You know. Next. Um, can the whole, can the whole podcast be you making suggestions to me and me knocking them down? <laughs> yes. Just like in real life. Honestly. I love making excuses. What's the, okay, let me ask you this. What's the biggest, I have some really bad lies I've told. What's the biggest lie that you've told to like get out of something? I'm straight. No, you didn't. No one fucking believes that. <laughs> no one like for a fucking second. Fucking nobody for a second. The second you open your mouth, no one believes you're straight. Mm-mm, mm-mm, sweetie. Do you like lie to, to like, not to like, not to like friends and stuff, but like, I mean, do you want me to? 
I had a bit. I have a big one. Sure. I mean, it sounds like that you really need to get this off your chest. So I didn't. I didn't realize that this was like a confession. I don't. I don't need to get off my chest. It's just a. It's a pretty awful story. I would just like to preface this by saying this is not who I. Well. Yeah. This is exactly who this I. This is am. exactly who you are. But. Hmm. Yeah, there's not really an excuse for it. Yeah, there's no when there's I, no real direction to go after that. I am so bad at quitting jobs. I've never been fired. I've only ever quit. And I because love, you like I being love in quitting. Control. I love quitting, but I'm bad at it. I like disappearing from a job, ghosting a job. You like ghosting? I like completely it's like I never existed there. Like I want the I want my employer to wake up one day and he can't find a trace of me on the internet. Like actually wonders if I was a hallucination the whole time. I mean, I also like, wish you weren't real. There's but... no record. The social security number doesn't go anywhere. Well, it was I like one, to disappear two, three, from a workplace. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine was the social security number that you put on your <laughs> employee <laughs> form. Oh my God. These days they take it. They take it, sis. They're desperate for people that don't have to pay a lot of money to. So what's your excuse for quitting? It's like my grandma died. I got to quit. Uh, oh, no. Well, it was along those lines. It was it was when I was leaving Seattle and I was working retail. And I always think like I can't just do my grandma's dying, whatever. By I f- always feel very obligated to make. Let's set the scene. Let's make a story. Right. Let's you got to write a whole synopsis. Chug it. I sometimes I believe my story so much I start to tear up. And this is one of those times where I believed it so hard. I started to tear up. The acting performance was that good. Okay, Julia Roberts. Um, And I told this is bad. I don't even know if I can really say. uh, I told him that my dad was sick and... I don't even I can't even I can't even go into the details. No, we'll you, no you've you've built this up yours. You've built up this ladder. Girl. No, 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 you have I to climb I it can't. now. It's it's not good. It's it's not good. I let's let's just say I named, you know, we named a disease. We named the the outcomes. And I tell this to my boss. I was like, I know you just saw me filling out the paperwork to leave. And it's because my dad and I started tearing up. So it you gave like the you, greatest you gave performances. an Emmy performance to quit this shitty retail definitely, job. Definitely a Golden Globe, but not an Oscar performance. Well, I don't think you would win it, but you might be nominated. I might be nominated. And when they didn't call my name, I would go up and take the award anyway. Mm-hmm. With your I, little rat dog in your purse? Yeah, yes, with Piggy. <laughs> well, I would have Piggy like strapped on the backpack to the front of me. Screaming on stage. Screaming. Um, but there's sometimes, are you, well, how many jobs have you had to quit? Not very many. Yeah. Because I've worked for like my family and then I like. That's hard. How'd you well, quit those jobs? I just told them it, I, I'm going to school. What? I'm moving to Boston. Bye. I can't work this job anymore. I don't know. How? I'm a normal person. Also, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you have to go like full sociopath mode for some reason. I don't like letting people down. Like if I if I had gone in there on that day and I had said, this place sucks. I'm getting paid ass. I'm not getting paid enough to live here. I'm doing I'm working all these wild shifts. That's just not who I am. I try to make it as amicable, making me look good as possible. It is kind of sociopathic, isn't it? Honey. I don't know why you have to, I mean, 
it's funny that you would have to write a 30 page memoir in order to get out of a job of working Forever 21 in Seattle. I think they closed down too. Probably oh, I don't think I they're left. still around. Probably because I, I left, honey. They right, you were the best employee. Away. Not and that they that's just crumbled without you. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't I, I think it really does go back to like not not wanting to let people down. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm sure people have said worse. Is that your worst one, or do you have one that's even worse than that? There are definitely worse lies I've told. First of all, <laughs> this is my therapy session because I finally contacted a therapist. They tell me where they weren't taking on new clients. So this is my therapy session. So you've now. officially given up. Well, I did that and then I joined Better Health and I have a free two week trial, but I don't think I can continue it because it's really expensive. Better um, Health is very expensive. I mean, like, I'm glad very... it's out there, but it's like, I don't think you understand how expensive well, it is. I wish they had, like, I'm looking for a therapist that I see like one to two times a month and their service is like, you know, they, it's, it offers like unlimited contact with your therapist. You can schedule the video sessions, however many times, whatever mm-hmm. matches you with somebody. It's way more flexible. But, right. Well, it's more flexible that way, but it kind of, it's kind of like, Hey, you can be in almost constant, near constant contact with a therapist. And right. I don't really want that. You want, I wish you they want had to have an a option. schedule. Yeah. I wish they had an option where I could just, I could schedule one to two and it could be a lot cheaper. Right. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't need to text my therapist or email, you know, right yeah. now at this point in my life. I understand that some people are need there that. and they, they need that. And but I guess I, you're, you're paying for that right luxury for with better health. Yes, you totally are. You totally are. So like when you take that into account, probably a good bang for your buck. But I contacted some more therapists outside of that as well. So we'll see. But anyway, this is my therapist therapy session. So how much are you paying um, me for this session? Can I charge like 200 an hour for this? No. You think you don't get paid? No, I want to get paid you don't more. I think you get paid for just, you get, you already get paid for talking to me for an hour a week. It's okay. not enough. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. It's never enough. Are you telling me that people don't lie to get out of anything? No, I feel like people lie all the time. I just think, I, I feel like that people can sense, like, when you're. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't think people can sense when the story is a little too detailed? Absolutely not. I think (laughs) here's the beauty of it. I'm intelligent. I'm a very good worker. I will never complain at work. And that's not just like to my detriment and to the company's detriment because you internalize it all and then it crushes you like a piano. Exactly. It's not a good thing that I do that. But Mm. I'm a great worker, very respectful. Very, you know, like up, up front. And then the big lie, the only, the one lie that I'll tell is so that I never have to see you again. Right. I'm so sorry. We, I can't, we I build can't up the this. repertoire. Right. Did you just say repertoire? Repertoire. Okay, Amelie. I just imagine you quitting your job and saying, I have, I'm so sorry. I can't work this job anymore. I'm going to die next week. <laughs> I, that I, it, is it's on the, the it's best on my, lie. It's on my calendar. It's it's scheduled out. I can't cancel the appointment. I have to die next week, and I'm not going to be able to come in anymore, so I have to quit. I'm sorry. I'm putting my two weeks in. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate way, but then you have to really... Like, if you say it's a dying relative, you don't really... Like, they're not going to look that up. If they think you're dying, they're probably going to see on Facebook. They're going to try to look up on your Instagram or your Twitter if you really died. 
I just I imagine not that they you, should care. I don't know. I, I imagine you telling your employer that you're that you have some sort of terminal illness and that you're going to die, and you go through booking a, a funeral, buying yourself a a suit to wear in the open casket funeral, inviting all of your family. Everyone's in on it. You write your own obituary. Like you go to the end of the earth to, with this lie to convince everyone that you're dead. Yeah, I mean, I would, you have to I have a certain level of dedication and follow through I with your lies. I, I didn't go to your wedding, but I would absolutely go to your fake funeral. Oh, wow, you weren't invited, so. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? No one was invited. It was I better be invited us. to your fake funeral. Oh, you can be invited to that, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean. Well, I have to be the DJ to be play all show- of this will be the show with. We'll have to change this to the show with Sam and Bo. Right, Joe and, and I'll just I'll just hire Justin. And I'll talk with the British accent. Okay, that works. But I I, I need <laughs> I need to DJ your funeral to play all the greatest hits that we made. Yes, which would be like oh my god, four, yes, four songs on repeat uh, from an iPod Nano plugged into. Sorry, a, a but Bluetooth our discography speaker. slaps. <laughs> This is know. what I'm talking about. We're geniuses who are not being recognized in our own time. Please I mean, you like a little less online. than me, okay. but it's okay. Um, why are we talking? So you you were you were saying that you have told worse lies than I have a dying relative to get out of a job, but you you're not going to expose well, yourself on the podcast. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, probably not. Probably not a smart idea. Just know um, that if I'm ever quitting a business venture with you. It's a lie. It's it's not the truth. The reason why it's happening is not the truth. So I know in that situation, you are there's a 100% chance that you aren't telling the truth. There's a 100% chance. Now, if I quit this podcast, well, what lie would I tell you? I don't think I could lie to you. I mean, you could, but I wouldn't believe you. I know, because I just told you not to. <laughs> I think that you're setting yourself up for failure for when you have to run away from this. No, I don't think so. I don't think you can run away from this. I think you're trapped. I think I'll just there's ghost you. I have your address. You're gonna drive here. We know you don't have the money to get on a plane. I, I am going to hitch my <laughs> two to three oxen to my wagon, and I'm going you're to gonna... hightail it over to DC. You're gonna reverse Oregon Trail me. <laughs> Is that like a? Does that involve rimming? No, absolutely not. That just means you go east instead of going west. You could call yourself mayor of Easttown. Every time, I'm disregarding that. Every time <laughs> you, you go from the west coast to the east coast, you say, I'm going to go do a reverse Oregon trail. I'm heading, I'm heading back to the east coast. I see. Okay, sure. Sure, Jan. Oh, my God. I was Googling how to get rid of your southern accent because I was reading the COVID statistics and like the four worst states of like percentage of population who are vaccinated is Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, and Arkansas. Just the surprise of literally no one. No, but it's this little square down there of just ignorance. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we should, I got to lose the accent. And I got to disappear again. It's time she's got to go again. It's that time of year to ghost again. Got to go. <laughs> I got to lie. I got to start the lies. Mm-hmm. Um, the wiki how page for how to get rid of your accent is wild. I've never had to deal with this. I mean, it's, I probably you've should. Got a, you've, well, no, you've got a 
You've got no accent, I would say. No, I absolutely have an accent. You should have. Well, actually, well, we've known each other since before I moved to Boston. And I got some words beat out of me the way that I said things in Boston. And then I moved back when I and then I moved back out west. But I to reverse this to to Uno reverse this for a second. I thought you were going to say that you needed to get rid of your southern accent because statistically people with a southern accent were more likely to get COVID. I thought that's where you were going with this. <laughs> that sounds like fake news. And St- that, I mean, statistically, I mean, probably more people with a southern accent are getting COVID right now. Right, because they think the vaccine makes them magnetized or whatever the new thing is. Um, but no, I just, I, I, I lost it when I was in Philly. And you can tell I was young and impressionable. And I said, Wooder. I was Kate Winslet in Mary. You, you were Kate Winslet. In I East literally Town, adopted Water. the accent. Yes. And then when I moved back to the South, it like came back times 12, you know, it just like came screaming back. And I've just I've never really lost it again. So I are don't know. I, are there words not that, that I think you... there's anything wrong with it mm-hmm. or do I? I don't know. So here, here's a question for as someone you have lived, you grew up in the South. You went to school in Philly. You lived in Seattle. You've lived in a bunch of different places. And now you live in D.C. All all places with fairly different regional accents. As an adult right now, as a 30-something-year-old adult, young 30s, excuse me. Thank um, you. Are there words that you, like, subconsciously say differently compared to how you grew up? That you, Like, every time you say it, like, it's pretty automatic now, but you know it's different. It's like something that was, like, beat into you. Um, my parents always spoke pretty neutral, more neutral than maybe a lot of the other people in the town I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of like started going really Southern when me mm. and my sister were adults. Yeah. They gave up. They gave up. They gave up. Mom like retired from teaching. She's like, I don't got to do this anymore. I don't got to um, do this anymore. I don't, I don't do it as thick as like my grandma I've said, says she says wash. Oh, the she word does to say her wash. Is wash. Yeah. Um, I don't think I kept, if I kept anything, it was from Philly because I was there the longest. Mm. But I don't even know what I, oh, a lot of people start sentences there with so. Oh, interesting. That just didn't really happen in the South. People mm-hmm. would be like, so, like you ask them on a question. And they don't answer you. They start some sentence with, so this, 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 so this, 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 to get your oh, answer. Oh, I never noticed this. that. Yeah. Uh, so. So. Maybe I do that a little bit. Yeah, maybe you do. But no, it's pretty much all Southern. Why? What did you keep from like Boston? Well, one, a couple things that I got beat out of me is saying bo- B-O-L-T-H, both, is something that I is very like Montana slash like North mm. Dakotan. And so I got that beat out of me. So every time that I say both, it's B-O-T-H, both instead of both. Um, milk instead of milk. Um, let's see. Um, horror instead of horror is Wait, one of them. You say hor- horror now? No. I, yeah, I say horror now instead of horror. Oh. Because every time that I would say horror, people thought that I was saying whore. It is very, very <laughs> difficult to say horror with a southern accent. How do you like, say horror with a southern accent? Horror. 
Like you, it literally just sounds like you're saying the word whore. It, it is so, like every time I have to say it on a live stream, I have to make sure that I am like horror. 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 That's such a yes, shit word. Because it just does not come out appropriately. Right. And then saying soda instead of pop. I can't really Coke. say pop anymore, and I don't know why. I feel it, it feels dirty to me. Pop I is say soda. Yeah. Yeah. But also one thing that's that's also very interesting that I think I picked up from you and I think all, people just picked up online in general because it's fairly gender neutral is saying the word y'all. That's yeah, something that I, I think I has think exploded. Everyone, I think everyone should say y'all. It's yeah. just it's so I don't, good. It's such a good way to greet you guys people. in right. Philly. And I just we say you I guys adopted it for a while, but I just y'all is just so much more encompassing. It's more inclusive. That too. But it also just, I don't know. We don't have like a you plural, you know? Right. And also, and there's so just, there's just a charm. There's a charm with saying y'all. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But I feel like that's exploded around our generation and the, you know, kind of millennial generation online is I think a lot of people have started using the word y'all because like I use y'all. Like, I probably use y'all more in, in my, my text to people and like text speech instead of like actually speaking to someone IRL. But I do use it. Um, I feel like a bumpkin when I say y'all here. Really? I think yes. it's charming. Maybe it's just because that well, I didn't grow up with it. I, I guess I don't really notice other people saying it. Justin says it sometimes. But mm-hmm. like when we're with friends or if I'm texting like with our people we know around here mm-hmm. and I say y'all, I feel like I'm, gonna, I'm sounding like I just... Wrote you up feel on a, a little horse. bit inbred? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I think <laughs> Just it, slightly. It's probably problematic that I, like, want to lose my southern accent. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the reasons why I do. And some of those reasons are, like, you don't want to be associated with the ignorance that is kind of perpetuated in southern states. Do you know what right. I mean? Yes, you don't want to be mistaken... It's just like people who, who I've had several friends who say, I don't want to wear my mask because I believe in the science. I've been vaccinated, but I don't want to look like a Republican. That's literally what I was just going to say. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And people, I think it like really affects and it shouldn't be the case. For one, it, I think people who English is not their first language sometimes have a more difficult time understanding me. Mm-hmm. I've been told. Um, and then, like, I don't know. I think I'll miss out on, like, opportunities from it, which is sad. Interesting. Yeah. I think this kind of coincides with gay voice in the, yeah. in the sense of, like, when oh, I yeah. was when I was younger, I was very self-conscious about my voice. Maybe this is, like, maybe it also helps that, like, I've spoken into a microphone. I have to listen to my voice every week, and we've been doing this for seven years. But, like, I know that I have a really gay voice, but it's like, I don't, when I listen to your voice, the first thing that I think of isn't, oh, this is a this is a gay person. It's just you now. Yeah, like, I get that. And I, I don't know if it's just because that I'm older and I'm, I'm less self-conscious about how, quote, feminine or, quote, gay my voice sounds because it's, like, less of a deal to me now. Like, I don't feel self-conscious about it anymore. And so I notice it a lot less with other people. Also, I'm friends with a lot of... of you know, queer people. I'm friends with a lot of people that present femme, et cetera. And so it's like, you know, I'm not constantly hearing 
quote, straight or masculine voices all of the time. And I don't feel like that's the default anymore. And so it's not really something that I notice. But it's, I don't know, it, it kind of coincides with that in the aspect that, you know, being conscious of how you're speaking and the words that you're saying. And with gay voice, the way that you're saying it. I, don't know. I feel you. I when people yeah. When people are like, like, I, the, the problematic aspect of like, how gay do you sound? Like when someone, you like, when some gross person is like talking to me on Grindr or whatever, and they're like, are you mask or are you femme? And I'm like, oh well, my first God, of all, do you really get asked that? Yeah, still. I mean, not very often, but some what? people who are super ignorant still ask that. I'm just like, it is 2021. But even like, I don't know what answer to give them. Because I'm like, I don't think, I, like, I think I'm both. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm a power You talk, don't. But I'm like, I, I, it doesn't, I don't. My answer would be fuck off. That block. is a good answer. But it, it's just like, I, it's something that I don't think about. No, I agree. I, I don't either. It's, it's a non. It is a non-issue. It's a non-issue. I feel like it's an issue that is an issue to other people. But it's you know also I mean? like who, who they but, have. A, and maybe I should be like that about my Southern accent. That's it. Right. If, you know, if I want to change it, it should be because I just want to change it. It shouldn't be about because other people have issues with it or what right. I perceive other people having issues with it. I think the reason why I feel so weird about it is that when you're in the closet and you're trying to, you know, present yourself as straight, that is the top issue that you think about constantly is how oh, am yeah. I being, how am I presenting with your, myself? How your legs? How right. you sit with your legs? How your am I arms. looking? Am I crossing my legs? Yes. Do I have a lisp? It's like all of these stereotypes. And now it's like, like that's the number one issue when you're, you know, a 14-year-old in the closet. And now as like a 27-year-old, I'm like, I don't think about this ever. And so it's and like it's they've nice. completely inversed. And so it's like, it was just, it's thinking about how big of a change that is in terms of like living a life. And like, this used to be top priority of something I thought about multiple times a day to now I'm talking about this on the podcast and I like never think about this anymore. Do you think that it's because the world is changing or because you're older or like a mix of both? I think it's a mix of both, but I think that it definitely has to do with the fact that the older that I've become, the more comfortable I am with how I naturally present and how less I give a shit about how people like of, of how I think people perceive the way that I talk or the way that I move my hands or whatever. Like it's just it's become more and more of a non-issue for, issue for me because I just I don't know. Maybe I've just given up and I, I I've given I've I've stopped caring more the older that I've gotten. What about you? What do you think? Do you think it's societal or do you think it's personal? Um first of all, I think you gave up a long time ago. Second of all, <laughs> honey, you gave up before me. <laughs> I just followed in your footsteps, sweetie. Uh, second of all, I think it's a mix of both. Uh, well, I think a lot of it is not living in Arkansas anymore, if I'm right. being honest. Yeah. Not, if, I, if I still lived in a small town, I would probably still be somewhat conscious of my voice. Mm. I was never able to do a non-quote gay voice, though. Right. I was never. I don't it, think I ever was able to do that either. No, I think it's, it, this is just how I talk. This right, is who my I am. voice is this my is, voice. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I think I would definitely be more self-conscious, kind of anxious about it. Mm -hmm. But probably not, you know, it, I think it has come a lot with age. Right. Just really not caring. Right. 
and knowing that I'm amazing. Knowing that you're just the best, you know? I think all of my friends, I think like 90% of the people I kind of surround myself with are LGBTQIA plus now. Mm-hmm. And that's not because I'm like not talking to straight people. It's just because the straight people aren't talking to me. Right. In a lot of, you know? Why like, would they talk to you, honestly? Why would they? Why would anyone? <laughs> but no, that like Joe really... the time of day? You know? You know, I just, I'm never, I don't even know what they do. Like, where am I going to meet a straight person? A straight bar? Yeah. Playing, maybe like, a Harris what's Teeter? that fucking game where they slide wa- washers? Do you mean to go play washers? Washers? Do you know washers? Oh, yeah. That's what straight people do. Straight people love washers. We play washers. Well, you Montana. I. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just, but we don't call it washers. It's, it's slightly different. We call it holy board because it's a board that has holes in it. It's passed down That's through fair. our family. Justin's family plays cornhole. Honey, Justin's seen your cornhole so many times. Do you know my cornhole looks better at age 30 than it did at like 25? Girl, it's all the moisturizing. It's the skincare routine. People really think that you're going to anal sex yourself so much that your hole's going to be floppy. I mean, as long as you're not sticking a human up to their head inside, you know, twice a week. Are you saying giving birth to a child two times a week is going to ruin your ass? If that's your thing, that's fine. That's totally fine. That's great. There's going to be some there's going to be some stretching. But also, I think that people don't understand that your anus can snap back, sweetie. Yes, it snaps back. Honey, it's like a snap back, like straight people. Are those hats? They are hats. You win. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, do you have any articles? What do you want to talk about? Oh, I do. Oh, my God. Fashion news of the week. Oh, my God. It is my job now that I own one pair of Crocs to bring one Croc-related article every week. Oh, my God. Can I just pause for a second about Crocs? Yeah. Because I have a Croc story. Okay. Continue. Croc destroyer. I'm all I ears. Ca- I, honey, you're barely any ears. You're on your phone. Um, <laughs> you're playing Candy Crush. You're playing Mario Kart <laughs> Tour. Um, you're playing, you're playing Poco Pop. Poco Pong. Love Poco Pong. Love a Poco Pong. Love line. Um, Wish I was Korean. Um, I was talking to my sister yesterday. We were were doing a Google Duo chat because I have an Android and she doesn't. So she had to make her download the app because I don't have FaceTime. Anyway, she was giving me a tour of her tiny little apartment that her and her, her boyfriend have before they move into their new house. And she was like, oh, my God, have I shown you my new Crocs? And I was like, no. Joe and I were just talking about Crocs last week on the podcast. Yeah. And my sister showed me these like light purple Crocs that are furry on the inside. Now, she doesn't go outside. No. They are are house shoes. Not the furry on the inside. But she has gone to the extra level of having the furry Crocs. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. But she said they are so comfortable. But she doesn't have to worry about them getting dirty because she only wears them inside the house. They are her house shoes. So I can appreciate furry Crocs if they're only in the house. But I cannot imagine. It's like wearing slippers outside. It's like, what are you doing? I can't imagine wearing furry Crocs to like the grocery store. How, how do you clean those? You know, do I have to get a carpet cleaner? Anyway, they were really cute. And that's my Croc story of the week. It's Croc of the week. When are you going to get some Crocs? When my um, Adidas slides... Um, finally disintegrate off my feet, I think I'll probably get a set of Crocs for the house. 
But there you go. These Adidas Hooked slides em. are my house shoes currently, and they are super comfy. They're nice and squishy. I feel like any shoe that doesn't have a strap in the back, you're fucking up your feet somehow. Really? You because feel like you need that support? you're constantly having to shove your foot with every step you take. You have to like flop every those step back on. you take. I am so pissed because every time Justin goes out with his new Birkenstock sandals, the ones that just slip on, no strap on the back, he gets little pebbles in his shoes and we have to stop in the middle of the sidewalk while he kicks the pebbles out. That's such a straight thing to do. It is infuriating. Oh, but one, also, girl, you need to strap busy. those to your feet a little bit more, girl. I just, I can't. I can't with sandals in cities. Yeah, but also, why are, can't. why are you two taking walks like in a gravel field? What the fuck? Sis, I hate, you know, there are rocks outside. That's homophobic. There are rocks out there, sis. But you you appreciate the the strap support in the back like the Crocs have? Yeah, I appreciate the strap support because then I don't feel like my shoe is beating me when it slaps up. Do you know what the worst sound is? The sound of foam wedges. I love foam wedges. I would love to own a pair and wear them all the time if I hate, didn't hate sandals. What, but like thong sandals? Is that what you're talking about? Just any, they don't have to be like thongs. They don't have to go like between your, you know, your big toe or whatever. But mm-hmm. foam wedges. When people walk in them, they go slap, slap, yeah, and they, slap, they slap, slap to the. Oh, yeah, that's bad. I hate it. I hate it so much. Anyway, okay. back to me. Back to you. Yeah. Back to me. OK, this article is from Complex. I saw it in several different places this week. It's on WWD as well. Is that the um, Worldwide uh, uh, Wildlife Federation? I believe it's Women's Wear Daily. OK, I was close. <laughs> I think it is. I don't know. I haven't been in the fashion room for a long ass time. But uh, so Balenciaga and Crocs have teamed up for Balenciaga's spring 2022 collection. Wow. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, it's only spring 2021, sis. We know the storm's coming. They previously teamed up with Crocs in 2017, but now they're taking it to a new level. So we've got Crocs with a stiletto heel. I'll just drop you this link right now. Honey, just give me that drop, girl. We've got Crocs with a stiletto oh heel. Oh, my God. I've seen this. I think and this is maybe taking it too far. The, like, thigh-high platform Croc boots, which, to be honest, look so disgusting and sweaty. They, like, don't even have holes in them. Oh, I don't know yeah. how that breathes at all. Yeah, it looks like um, a rain boot. Yeah, it, I mean, it does look like a platformed rain boot, essentially. But so they had a they had a previous collab and they had they were like eight hundred and fifty dollars for the clogs and they like sold out before being even like in stores or something. I feel like whoever's been on the croc like we talked about this last week, how it's like it's it's a it's an, an amazing story about how crocs went from like the worst thing in fashion imaginable to ironically being fashionable to actually being fashionable. Like whoever's on the croc PR team. I don't know what kind of witchcraft black magic you did, but like this, like Crocs are in. Everyone well, has, all you has have a pair to of Crocs. Do, all you have to do is make, like, I feel like, because millennials hated Crocs, that's why Gen Z like accepted them. So you think it's the Gen Z embracing Crocs that skyrocketed them to stardom? We, millennials, we wore so much tight clothing and Gen Z is like, we don't want, we don't do tight clothing anymore. Yeah, they want to like, be, be the opposite 
of everything that we did. Well, also, mm-hmm. I mean, they're mainly emulating like the 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. but like kind of making it their own. And then right. also rejecting every single thing that we ever liked in our adulthood. True. Crocs. Um, I will have a, a link to this complex article with these stiletto uh, Crocs on our Patreon show notes. The show's hamandjoe.com. Just go there and uh, the link will be there if you want to look at these. They're quite something if you haven't seen these They're uh, pretty Crocs bad. stiletto heel. They are, yeah, they look like a meme, but I'm sure someone Honestly, will buy them. they have Croc wedges already that are pretty cute. Just mm-hmm. get the Croc wedges that aren't like $860. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd wear them. Does, does Justin have a pair of Crocs? No, he doesn't have a pair of Crocs. When I got mine, he was getting the Birkenstocks. Do, um, do he either wasn't of you... So, okay, so here's a question. Because, okay, first, first question out of all of this is, when you grew up, what was the status of wearing shoes inside of your house? No, absolutely not. It was a rule to take them off by the door. There was a place. Same with my family. Apparently, like back when I was growing up, that wasn't like a thing or like people thought it was weird. But also like a lot of my friends had like had the same rule as well. So it, like it wasn't weird for me. But apparently a lot of people were running, you know, were totally fine with running around their house and their fucking shoes outside. And I was like, no, my mom would never. She was she would she could smell it if if we yeah. were on the carpet with our outside shoes on. She knew instinctually to run downstairs and to tell us to put our shoes by the door. Yeah, it was. I saw that, too, online this week. People were like, oh, millennials didn't ever have to take their shoes off. Every single family I knew took their shoes off when they came inside. Yeah. I don't know where this rumor started that this is like a new thing. Yeah, but sorry, we, we weren't cavemen. Everyone I knew. Yes. Yeah. Don't wear your shoes on the carpet. You're in your house. Why do you need shoes on in your house? Right. So I evolved from not having any shoes on in the house to, in my adulthood, having a pair of shoes that I wore exclusively in the house. That's different. That's house shoes. Yeah, those are house shoes. Um, I was never a slipper person. No. Were you a slipper person? My my parents are slipper no. people. I prefer... Not even socks, absolutely bare feet. And that's supposed to be like healthier for you around the house. Your feet got to breathe. Yeah, girl. That's true. Your feet got to breathe. That's why I like these um, these slides because they just, you know, they're easy to slip they're on, open. easy to slip off. They're open. Sure. Our relationship is open. Me and my, uh, my slides, it's an open relationship, you know. I don't accept that. That's fine. Um... <laughs> So d- the, I'm circling back to asking about if Justin has a pair of Crocs. Does he have a pair of house shoes? Oh, my God. He bought this pair of like, I don't know, $150 house shoes or something. That is way too much, girl, for shoes you're wearing I... exclusively inside of the house. No. He, okay, these shoes, though, they're fancy as hell. He has worn them for like three years, so I guess money well spent. But okay, worth like he for a while was kind of obsessed with finding the perfect. He gets into these modes where he's like, I need to find the perfect this. Right now it's spatulas. He's looking for spatulas. At that point, it was house shoes. Mm. He wanted some for work. He wanted some, which don't have to go to the office anymore. He right. wanted some for like home. Mm-hmm. Like, and he wears them and he, you know, all the time. So right. he was like, I want the best of the best. Well, I feel like that's worth it if you them. know you're going to use them all the time. Like these, what's yeah. so interesting is that 
I didn't buy these slides for myself. My my sister's boyfriend um, works for a marketing department that did something with Adidas. And so we he got like a mad discount. And he essentially was like, Sam, you would love these. And I was like, I'm not going to wear these. And so he's like, I'll buy them for you. And I'm giving them to you. And I was like, I'm not going to wear these. And then I wear them every fucking day. And I have for like the last five years. Wow. How did he know? How did he know? He converted me into a house shoe person. That you got for free. <laughs> How did he know that you How were did he know? chomping at the bit for a handout? Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm glad that we're all house shoe people. I appreciate that. It makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah, I'm not. But oh, yeah. What? You, it doesn't make you comfortable? You're, I mean, you're always uncomfortable. Doesn't matter what we're I, talking about. No shoes in the house. Extra shoes outside. You wear three pairs of shoes when you go outside. I, shoes on shoes on shoes. Shoes I wear on shoes, four different honey. sizes of shoes because I need to have them on top of each other. Mm-hmm. I don't think your feet should come in any sort of contact with grass, dirt, sidewalk, asphalt, cement. Mm-hmm. As, Absolutely not. As the white gays have been saying recently, which they stole from Dominique Jackson, get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes. What's that? Um, Dominique Jackson is a um, incredible trans woman and drag queen and actress who is famous for when she gets caught on camera by like fans or paparazzi. Instead of um, having them look at the camera, she's like, get the shoes, baby, get the shoes. And then they all oh. look at her shoes. And then she always tells them where she gets them. So she's like, get the shoes, baby, get the shoes. And then the camera pans down to her shoes. And then they pan up to her. And then she points at the camera and she's like, Prada. Wow. It's iconic. She's amazing. She was in Pose um, on FX, which just ended. Anyway, Dominique Jackson has been a gem for years and years and years, and I'm glad all of the white gays are appreciating her finally. Get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes. This whole okay. podcast, get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes. Get the Not shoes. Not Prada. Adidas. Get the Crocs. Get the Crocs, baby. Get the Crocs. <laughs> we the had shoes, a baby. Croc Crocs. title for two weeks in a row. Really? This podcast isn't going to be Croc titled, is it? No. People won't click it. They'll think it's the same episode. Right, because Croc Destroyers was last week. I don't know what And then before be. that, it was Croc something else, I think. No, it was America's, it was West Virginia's Next Top Model. Oh, what about before that? Um. Oh, Crockpots. You're right. There you go. Oh my God, we, we've talked we have about to Crocs a bit much. I think we got to stop, yeah. Um, I didn't realize. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I know. Yeah, it's a problem. Uh, it's fine. I like talking about it. I'm just really interested in things, and I like to talk about what I'm interested in. Well, the thing is, I'd be more interested in it if we were getting sponsored by Crocs, but we're not, so. No, but they do have a Pride Gibbets collection. Didn't you say these were, those were ugly last week? Yes. I'm, okay. I'm not big on rainbows. Is that okay. bad? No, it's not I, bad. But, You're uh, fine. Saying that, though, I just ordered from the Pride Target collection. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is she part of the problem? They have a tie-dye shirt, Gen Z, with, it's rainbow tie-dye with Spongebob on it doing the rainbow thing. Oh, that's kind of cute because Spongebob is very relatable to both. Well, mainly. Yes. Are, is and Gen I said, Z as into it. Spongebob memes as millennials are? I think they, I think they accept it. I think. Okay, they appreciate it. It's, an, it's a novelty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's, it's the same as like Friends with them, you know? Gotcha. They don't watch okay. Friends. They don't know what Friends is, but they'll <sighs> wear a Friends t-shirt. I, I see. I see how it is. But no, I, I ordered it in an extra small because they didn't have the 
They only had extra large in the store. Oh, to be petite. Yes, I need my size. Honey, she's petite. I need my size. Um, A should youth we... large. <sighs> should we move on to cheese? <laughs> it's cheese of the week. You're going to be disappointed because there isn't one. Oh. Um, no cheese? Say, we can say, so the new Stardew prescription for sleep album is out. Oh, oh, I thought that you were going to talk about drugs. Stardew Valley prescription. Okay, so here's what it is. This is going to be a very poor explanation of what this is. Do you understand? I mean, honey, every explanation we've ever had on the podcast ever. Gentle Love, an artist. um, An artist. They make these prescription for sleep albums. Mm -hmm. This is not going to be correct. I just want you to know you're going to need to look it up yourself. Mm -hmm. They like turn video game music into like, like do their own renditions of it kind of with like with saxophones, real instruments, pianos, you know, all those things. Instruments. Yes. Instruments. Music. Yes. Instruments. Musical instruments. So they took um, a selection of songs from Stardew Valley, which concerned Ape, the developer, you know, the guy who created Stardew Valley, picked out. He helped like do the arrangements. He might have done them all himself. I don't remember. But then. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, it says concerned Ape handpicked all 11 tracks. Wrote commentary, mm-hmm. conducted the interview, digital booklet, and then um, th- uh, Gentle Love recorded them. And so gotcha. it's songs that are in the game, but re-recorded for like um, lo-fi sleep music, kind of. Okay. And it's beautiful. It's lovely. I listen to my regular Stardew Valley playlist daily. It's my shower playlist. and um, But I've added some of these to the rotation as well. I thought you were going to say added these to the rotisserie and it got me started on chicken again. I love rotisserie chicken. (laughs) Stardew Valley branded rotisserie chicken. Oh, it's jazz. This is a jazz album series. Oh, so she's so she's cultured. It's jazz. Scarlet it's Moon jazz. Records is pleased to present the 11th album in the Billboard charting jazz album series with Prescription for Sleep, Stardew Valley. Scarlett Johansson is proud to present. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I can't it's believe Scarlett Johansson great. did all of the music for Stardew Valley. It's crazy. Yeah, she did it. <laughs> she did it all. Well, that's a good cheese. You could eat cheese while you're relaxingly listening to this jazz album from Stardew Valley. Yeah, that's good. Also, yeah, that that cheese we got in West Virginia, we still haven't gotten any more, but we ate some of it the other day. Oh, you had some more? You had some extras? Uh, Well, yeah, we we it was a big piece, a big a big chunk of cheese. It was a big slab. It was a big slab of cheese. We've been seeing them at the farmer's market. I think we're going to try some different ones. But we also got some elderberry jelly. Mm. Homemade. West Virginia. West Virginia. Okay. So um, that was fun. Have you ever had elderberries? Um, I've never. I've probably had elderberries before. The Every time I think of elderberry, I think of like the Sims making magic and how you had to like, like you walked on elderberries to make like elderberry juice as potions. Did you ever play that? Never played that expansion on The Sims, making magic no. for witches and shit. That was the shit. It had the best music. I remember the music. It like it's in my brain. It's like burned in there. It's so good. But I didn't realize that elderberries were like real. I thought they were like a, something The Sims made up. No, British people. It is all over fucking Great British Bake Off. Girl. Every single season, someone's making elderberry this, elderberry cordial, elderberry 
jams, elderberry flavored cakes, Ooh. biscuits, everything. I love that. Let me that. tell you a story. About elderberries? It tastes just like grapes to me. <laughs> <laughs> it well, tastes like grape jelly, whatever we got. And all it is is el- it's elderberries and like sugar and a little pectin to mm-hmm. make it more jelly. Um, I don't know if I've ever had elderberries, but the the berries that are are the regional favorite in Montana and the upper Pacific Northwest or whatever. What? Boysen. Not boysenberry. Although my grandfather that is currently dead. I, I mean, it's not like that he's not going to be dead later on. But currently? He, uh, currently dead. He just, he's just going to be dead for a little bit, you know? He'll come back. Um, he loved boysenberry. But anyway, so the, the regional berry up in the Pacific Northwest in Montana specifically is the huckleberry. Oh, that's fun. And so there's like always huckleberry themed like jams and syrups and shit when you go to like the tourist traps in Montana. But huckleberries are delicious. What does it taste like? Are they sour? Um, they are tart. They're kind of like a very small blueberry. Okay. It's a little I more like tart. blueberries. It's like a little bit more tart, a little more vegetal, a little less sweet. They're good. Interesting. Anyway, I don't know what, what do um, elderberries taste like? Grapes? I don't know. I would like to, they honestly, sorry, GB, Great Britain. They, we do, that's our nickname. Sorry, GB. You're on a nickname basis with them now? We're on a, we're on a nickname. We're very personal to each I other. I see. I see. Formal, informal. Mm-hmm. Sorry, GB. They didn't taste like anything remarkable. It did not taste like something exotic or different. It was delicious. I ate it. I put it on toast. Good. Ooh. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't mind blowing. I'll just say it tastes like a sweet berry. It wasn't anything revolutionary. Kind of tastes like a grape. Kind of tastes like some other berries that are blue. Blueberries. Oh yeah, blueberries exist. Yeah, those ones. Do you have a favorite? A favorite fruit in jam form? Like, what's your favorite type of jam or oh, jelly? Oh, raspberry. Same. And I know people... Well, when I was younger, um, so my my dad had a has still has a giant raspberry patch in our backyard, and he would pick raspberries, and he would make raspberry preserves and jam and jelly and stuff. But when I was younger, I, maybe this is it's probably quite common. When you're younger, you don't like seeds. Like, the texture of seeds, like, freaks you out or whatever. Maybe that's just me. So he would he would make seedless jam. He would make jelly um, so I could enjoy it. But nowadays, like I, do, I don't mind the seeds, but I still know people in their adulthood who hate raspberry preserves, or raspberry jam specifically because they think there's too many seeds in them. And like sometimes you can just stuck in my it. teeth. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't like it mostly from the store because it's too sweet. I think they add too much sugar. So Agreed. we we make our own most of the time, which is so fucking like it's. Literally just raspberries and then the amount of sugar you want or no mm-hmm. sugar. Yeah, or no sugar. You just cook it down. Yes. You just easy. boil it for forever. Yes, it is so easy. So if you can get your hands on some cheap raspberries, you know, you can make some good jam. Throw them in a pot, girl. Throw Pro them in tip. a pot. Um, was that just cheese? It's cheese of the week. Raspberries? Sure. Berries. Berries. Um, favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. Now, you, you, you had one. Well, one of them was, my backup one was the Stardew Valley one. Oh, okay. Um, but I know your, your little brain was cooking up something before the podcast. I what, was trying. I thought I had something good. So my 
um, fat gelatin ass is trying to get outside more because it's good for, you know, my body. And also my arteries have been pumping sludge around instead of blood lately. And so just little mom, pieces of macaroni going yeah, through just, your heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's not good. So I've had a I'm starting a, a routine where I'm going for a walk around the neighborhood at least three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Nice. And I needed I needed a pair. I'm going to talk about shoes again, but they aren't Crocs. They aren't Birkenstocks and they aren't my house shoes. They're the Vans that I talked about earlier that I was like, is it okay for me to buy these? Because I thought these were out of style. And Joe concluded and told me that they were, in fact, not out of style. And that I was allowed as a 27-year-old homosexual to buy a set of Vans and wear them and not feel ashamed. So I got them in the mail. They fit perfectly. They're really comfy. They're just like black, plain, boring Vans. Um, And I went for a walk in them the other day and they were great. I mean, my my feet kind of hurt afterwards because my little baby princess feet aren't um, used to me actually walking on them because I'm such a lazy piece of shit and my ass is glued to this chair eight hours a day um, but it was it, it was good it, they they fit my feet well and I think they were like 60 bucks off of Zappos or whatever I, I, you know fuck Jeff Bezos whatever but we live in a capitalist society um, but yeah no I was I was surprised that they they were they're working for me so far and I recommend a nice set of canvas shoes if you want something to slip on really quick to go for a walk. They've been working so far. I will slip them on after this recording this podcast because today is Wednesday and I will be going for a walk with them and uh, it'll be nice. So I have another set of shoes. Get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes, Vans. Um, And yeah, that's my favorite thing this week. Are you going to like, because you know, Vans are the shoes you draw on, sis. Are you going to get like a white paint pen and draw like a skull on them. I had a pair of Vans that had skull and crossbones all over it. Oh, That's I wore it to cute. VidCon. No, you've seen them before. Our, honey, one I've of our friends made fun of me for them. Honey, I you say VidCon and it's just a whiteboard. It's just completely <laughs> blank. I've completely wiped it from my memory. Honey, all you we think know I'm going to remember Magoo's. your shoes? They were so cute. They were uh, white with black skulls and crossbones all over them. Do you still have them? I do, and they still well, they still fit obviously because I'm still an adult. Um, mm. Yeah, I I don't wear them anymore. They're in a box in the closet, but I sure do still have them. And I'm just I forgot about them. I'm gonna have to wear them while I'm longboarding. Girl, that'd be perfect for your longboarding. You'd fit in with the kids. Golden crossbow yes. bands work. Are you gonna do any artwork on yours? Well, they're mine are solid black, so there isn't really much artwork that I can do. Also, I'm not artistic in any sort of visual sense, so it'd be me Paint if like, if I if I were to like write on shoes or draw on shoes, it'd be like shitty stick figures. So I think I'm gonna leave the artwork and the creativity on shoes to the professionals, aka anyone but me, and I'm just gonna wear mine. Should I send them to you to have you customize them for me? I'll draw Furbies all over them. Oh, you absolutely would. Like demonic Furbies, like pentagrams. Yes. That would actually be kind of cute. Yeah. I know that the when I ordered my Vans, it came in like a bunch of different patterns and colors. But because I'm the most boring person on the planet, I chose the solid black ones because I'm me. That's okay. Um, But yeah, girl, get the shoes. Baby, get the shoes. Get those shoes out of your closet, girl. Wear them. I know. I need to. I, think I have like is... old pairs of shoes that I've kept for years that are like, you know, kind of dead that I need to get rid of. I need to go through my shoe yeah. closet. Well, and some of them, like I have this really nice pair of green sneakers 
like puma esque. I don't think they're pumas though. Mm-hmm. Um, that I wore like five times, and then I got oh, really into happens? them for a while. I don't know. I loved them in the store, and then I was like, yeah, I don't know if I have anything to wear them with. They were probably on sale. I don't do that anymore. I wear the same pair of white Reebok tennis shoes that I see Gen Z wearing. Yeah. And I've worn them for like a year and a half. Yeah. I wear my Burks. Yeah. Because I'm gross. You just don't need anything else. Right. I don't know. I was never really a shoe person. No, I was. I I thought I was, but I really wasn't. Mm. It was a phase, mom. It was a phase. And most of them were like bad shoes from cheap stores and like really hurt. Yeah, girl. Get the shoes. Get shoes that are comfy. Get shoes that you actually enjoy wearing and that aren't, you know, going to blister up your feet. Yeah. Pro tip. Let me tell you, I wore Converse for years. And when I stopped wearing Converse, I was like, wow, my feet don't have to feel like shit. Damn, really? I didn't realize Converse were that uncomfortable. Converse fucking wreck your... If you have to do any sort of standing or walking for long periods of time, I wore them when I worked retail. Blood. no support. Blood, sis. Girl. Stained red blood. That's retail. They've allegedly started making them better, but I don't know. I can't trust them. Sounds like fake news to me. Can't trust. Um, what's your favorite thing, bitch? My favorite thing is Elder Scrolls Online related. Oh, what? I'm still playing Elder Scrolls Online, girl. I have the monthly subscription. I do She's it balls all. deep. We love to do it. I'm level what? 860 something? You can't clock it. That doesn't mean anything it. to me. You can't clock it. Um... My favorite thing is the new DLC came out. It's Blackwood. It's this region in the southeast of Tamriel. It's where Love it's her. where Elder Scrolls Oblivion took place, which I didn't play. Mm. Uh, but it's one of the Elder Scrolls games. But it's a it is fucking amazing. It's like half swampy, half like mountainy. Very fun to run around in at nighttime. There's fireflies. I love fireflies. Yes, it's like Owl City, sis. I was going to say my favorite Owl (laughs) City song. (laughs) Do you remember when that came out? That was so good. I mean, yeah, it's And then everyone everyone hated on. Like, it just became a meme to hate Owl City. Right, which sucked because, like, I was super into Owl City before that. And that caused me to get out of Owl City because I was like, oh, everyone thinks it's bad. It's okay. Everyone's making fun of it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, but it's just, it's a lot of fun. You, uh, oh, this update has companions. So before, you know, no, we had already had pets. You could, uh, there's hundreds of different pets you can have, but now you have a human companion AI who will fight with you. So they have two that you can get so far. You have to complete their storyline quest. Bastion, Mm -hmm. he's a guy. And then Miri, Miri or Mira. Uh, she's a dark elf. She hates it when you catch his butt, when you catch bugs. She doesn't like killing bugs. Bastion hates it when you like steal from people. They all have likes and dislikes. You can level them up, change their outfits, which I love. Oh, the most important part. Yes, it's like a Kindle. It's like a Kindle that shoots magic. An Amazon Kindle? Yeah, Amazon Kindle. Your Southern is showing. Justin fucking loves his Kindle. My mom loves her Kindle, but that's not surprising. I just can't read. Girl, me. <laughs> Stop coming for um, my brand. That's so true. Never mind. I can read. I'll leave the non-reading to you. Thank um, you. Leave it to the professionals. <laughs> God. <laughs> Thank uh, you. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. It's it's called Ellis Scrolls Online. It's the Blackwood DLC. Super fun. Honestly, if you have to get a DLC, 
if you are on the fence about getting one of them for ESO. That one, and I do really like Grey more because it has Western Skyrim. But uh, Blackwood really gives it a run for its money. It's really big. There's a lot of quests. Companions. I don't have to talk to anybody anymore. Ah, talking. So exhausting. Yes. And he says lines like when you go to a city, he's like, Is it strange that I loved everything about the city? Like he thinks he's quirky because he likes cities. Sad. It is so sad when people think it's quirky to like city. They're like, is it sad that I love the hustle and the bustle? And it's like, no, everyone does or else they wouldn't live in the city. Cities are big and people are there because they like being there. Wow. That's all I have for you. Well, good favorite things. (laughs) I love it when it's an Elder Scrolls related thing because usually you like to throw in a few questions when I'm done. No, I've checked out, girl. I've completely checked out. I was scrolling through Twitter the entire time. (laughs) I don't blame you. I was trying to find your profile. I was trying to block you on Twitter. And then I realized (laughs) I already had you blocked. So I didn't need to. Uh, That's fair. Well, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm happy for me as well. (laughs) I'm also happy for me. (laughs) I'm also happy for me as well. Thank you for appreciating my happiness. It's green. Good favorite things. Look at us. I don't think, hopefully next week we don't talk about Crocs, but we can't guarantee anything. Um, it's Crocs of the week. Girl, don't tempt us. Sis, there's enough articles out there about Crocs. Girl, I hear the sirens and they're coming for us. We're talking about Crocs like three fucking weeks in a row. There's a lot of sirens outside my window. Huh. They're coming for you, girl. Sis. Anyway, good favorite things. Good Good podcast. Look at us. Uh, You have anything else to say? I gotta go. Honey, I I drank drank so much cold brew that I, you know. Pissing out both ends. Honey, it's gonna mount Vesuvius, sweetie. Honey. Liquid. Talk about brown nosing. Diarrhea out the penis. I don't, hopefully not. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> Please seek a medical professional. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it. I love doing this podcast. Um, stay tuned because next week we'll be coming at you with a regular episode. And next week we'll also have an episode for a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Helena B. Javier. Johnny B. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.